Hi, and welcome to the No More Sleepless podcast. I'm happy you're joining me today. My podcast is designed to help you fall asleep as I provide you with some tips on getting better sleep, distract you from your own thoughts by rambling about things currently happening in my life, and we end every episode with a bedtime story. Take a few deep breaths, relax, enjoy the episode, and most importantly, have a good night. Hi there, welcome to the Normal Sleepless Podcast. I am very grateful you're joining me here tonight again. I am very grateful to have you as a listener and I hope you're enjoying those podcast episodes and I'm sure that's why you keep coming back and are checking those out. So I um, thought I'll just go a little bit about uh, over some logistics, a lot of things happening right now in my life and um, I'll get into some details on that and then we'll talk about some basic tips to just, you know, get some good night's sleep. So I'll have 10 back to basics is what I'm calling them sleep tips so I'll go over those in a little bit so um, the last two episodes were all about self-care and I just put the emphasis on self-care and um, actually put out two episodes unintentionally I first planned to put on out one episode and then I was just doubling down on that and in those episodes I mentioned a little bit about things that are going on in our lives right now so we are planning to move we got a new home and that n new home is actually an older home so it comes with a lot of renovations and updates and so on so that's what we are working on right now i've been traveling back and forth between current home and new home on the weekends and it's a three and a half hours drive with no stop typically i'll have a break at some point so it's around four hours um, one way and i've been going back and forward on the weekends and my husband has been staying there for the last two weeks working on the new home so during the week i'm still working my regular you know very busy nine to five job and then I have the kids and I have the pets and I have the house and I have the chores and I have the groceries and so on you get the idea there's a lot going on and then on the weekends I'm running my husband to work on the home and then I'm coming back again so it's just a lot this year 2021 is going to be the year of change for us and I just now have a lot going on so that's why I've been putting a lot of emphasis on self-care just to make sure I find some balance between everything that's going on and can manage um, everything that I have on my plate and then um, that being said for me always my focus and emphasis is on family and my personal health so those are my big priorities my top two pretty much um, I need to be healthy physically and mentally to take care of my family and then family is just my first priority um, when it comes to just things you know compared to work and so on it's it's my family that 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 comes first so i need to be true to myself and recognize when i'm spreading myself a little bit too thin and just knowing all the things we got going on over the next couple of weeks and it might be i don't know for the next two months i need to see how i'm managing everything so i've been thinking of how i'm gonna incorporate that with the podcast just because it's been such a big passion project of mine and i enjoy putting those episodes out and I enjoy hearing from you and it's just something I love working on and actually when I first started with the podcast and put the first episode out I already had 10 
episodes lined up and recorded just because I knew how my life is and how busy I can get. And I was like, oh, I need to have a fallback in case I can't get to recording one episode that week. And so I had 10 episodes lined up before I released the first three episodes. So I was pretty much covered for the next uh, seven weeks. And then things were happening, things were going on and so on. So actually, I'm just at this point where it's been months now where I'm recording every episode, just the weekend as it's being released. I don't have anything on the back burner right now. So I'll just have to see how I'm managing my podcast, being in touch with you all, making sure I have my podcast out every Sunday and everything that's going on in my personal life. And I have a lot of podcasts that I personally listen to. I have a sleep podcast that I'm listening to every time it comes out. It's in German. I mentioned it on my intro, this Einschlafen podcast. And I'm a big fan of that podcast. And every time that podcast is out, I'll have it downloaded and I'm listening to it. So I feel like maybe there's some out there that are feeling similar about this podcast and are just looking out for it being released every Sunday and downloading it. So I don't really want to have a long break in terms of releasing the podcast. So I'm just looking at different things, what I might be doing. So maybe I might just have a one or two week break um, during the times where it's really intense with our move, where we're actually moving and so on. So we'll see about that. Or what I'm thinking is I might do some shorter episodes where um, typically right now, if you've been following me, you see that my episodes are often around like 45 minutes long. Sometimes they reach an hour, but 45 minutes is probably the good average where I just want to give everybody sufficient time to listen to the sleep tips and fall asleep by then. So I might cut that back and maybe aim more for like 30 minutes. And I hope 30 minutes is still a good time frame for everyone to fall asleep by then. I don't know, maybe I'll just have some episodes where I'm just going to be reading uh, from the bedtime story or I might just do a little bit of some high level content with some sleep tips and then as we have moved and my life has calmed down a little bit, I might pick up some of those topics and go more in depth into each of those topics and provide you some research and then also follow it up with a detailed blog post. Yeah, that was actually the plan initially when I um, released the podcast is that I wanted to have detailed blog posts on each episode. And if you've been to my website, nomoresleepless.com, you will probably notice that I have not been um, releasing blog posts to every episode as they come out. So I'll be working on that. I have a lot of changes going on where I feel like I will be able to focus more on the podcast after I move and work won't necessarily be taking up that much time anymore and so on. So I'm really looking forward actually to this year and diving full in into the No More Sleepless podcast and my blog and so on. But right now it's just a transition period where I'm juggling a lot of things, um, you know, at the same time. So we'll see, we'll work it all out. But I was just wondering if you have any preferences, if you feel like if you're listening to the podcast, um, you'd still like to have it weekly, um, but you're fine with shorter episodes, um, or maybe you would like to have more an emphasis on the sleep tips versus, you know, me talking about my day, or maybe you'd rather be fine with just the bedtime story or anything. If you have any preferences, feel free to reach out to me. I am open, uh, you know, I'm here for you. So I'm open to listen and hear what your preferences are. Right now, it might just be like the last episode I did. I actually just went over 
I think like self-care tips and I was at 45 minutes and I was like well I'm not gonna you know go into the bedtime story and all that so I cut it a little short and had that not the episode I didn't cut the episode short but I cut short what I typically cover in my episodes so I didn't follow that up with a bedtime story so maybe I'll just have some episodes where it's just gonna be a bedtime story or it might be just as I said me going uh, into some sleep tips on a higher level and then as we've moved and settled down and everything I might be you know dissecting some of those in a little more um, in depth so we'll just see what we um, what I'll do I just need to you know stay true to myself as well and I need to make sure I'm not spreading myself too thin during this um, time period and I can still be there for my family and I can still make sure I am prioritizing my health physically and mentally and it's not getting to a point where it's too overwhelming and if you've been listening to the podcast for a while you know that that is one of my priorities that first of all my health is a priority and that in the end I'm recommending the same to you that you analyze your life and see where you need to prioritize health family or whatever you need to align yourself with and then Um, just make sure you find a healthy balance so today I'm going to go into 10 basic sleep tips back to basics as I said and I might just touch on those high level at this point and then I might um, I will very likely dig those up again and go into more detail on each of those tips um, in some future podcast episodes if you want to hear more about the research behind it how to apply it in your life or um any additional information on any of those be looking out for future episodes on that where I, you know tear them apart a little more in depth and dig deeper and provide you with more insight there so tip number one is uh, try and have a consistent sleep schedule so try to go to bed on time around the same time every night and around the same time i'm saying like within a half an hour or whatever um time frame and try to wake up every day on the same time so have a consistent bedtime sleep schedule if you just look at you know if you're traveling between time zones and you have a three hour time difference or if you look at the change from summertime to winter time and you're just looking at a one hour time difference or as I said maybe two three hour time difference if you're traveling between time zones you can feel how it affects your body and um, I just make that comparison just to really envision how it can affect your body if you know during the week you go to bed at 10 o'clock but then on the weekends you are up till one o'clock and you know you're just doing that to your body continuously so a regular consistent sleep schedule will help you tip number one tip number two limit your blue light exposure and i will include bright light exposure before bedtime so um, what i like to do is i start dimming the lights for us it is already after dinner or just before dinner i will start dimming the lights just being conscious about my son and getting him ready for bed and so on so i'll start dimming the lights you might want to set a bedtime schedule on your phone or electronic devices where it adjusts the brightness on your screens automatically there are apps with blue light blocking features I do have uh, blue light blocking glasses that I really recommend that are great Um, and then you might just want to have that as your evening routine where you start dimming the lights you're very conscious about blue light exposure limit that and maybe you just want to limit your exposure to electronics one hour before bedtime in general so you have maybe a calming bedroom night 
nighttime routine we'll get into that in one of the following tips as well where you just say i'm not gonna have any exposure to um, any electronics with lights in general so i'm gonna pull up the next tip i'll have to see where that one is but the next one is have a you know relaxing or enjoying enjoyable uh, bedtime routine or evening routine and that might be just something that gets you mentally and physically ready for bed it might be some things you do on a regular that are just you know some kind of anchors for you that you start connecting that with your bedtime um, or nighttime so for me what is in my evening or bedtime routine pretty much every night is a hot shower i have a sleep mask that i have on every night um yeah then of course dimming the lights and sounds i have several things that are part of my evening bedtime routine i typically have a bedtime tea or a calming tea at some point in the evening and then i expand that depending on what i feel like that night and what i want to incorporate or not so some nights i might be doing some light stretches or i might be doing some reading i'll uh, very frequently have lavender that i'll just have on my um, pillow and sound so just see what works for you i have a bedtime evening routine episode that is out um, on the podcast as well where i just go over bedtime evening routine tips in general and then i also go over my evening routine so I just have some staples that i incorporate pretty much every night and then depending on how much time i have at night or how i feel like i want to unwind a little more or how my day was going i might incorporate some things and expand on that so i would recommend that have a relaxing calming bedtime routine where you can just have a cut from you know go 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 your chores your work and um being on demand pretty much all day long to now's my time to unwind now's my time to relax now's my time to get myself mentally and physically ready for bed whatever that might include for you where you feel like this is something i want to incorporate that might be some meditation for you and so on so i have a lot of things that i incorporate just depending on how my day was going like some journaling if i feel like i have a lot on my mind and i don't want it to keep me up at night and then others were i'll incorporate it if i have more time that evening and then just some staples all right um in regards to limiting your blue light exposure i would also recommend uh, as the next tip to increase your natural daylight exposure if possible already early in the morning you want to get in lots and lots of natural daylight be out um, in the sun you've probably experienced that plenty times it might be even on a cloudy day especially not right now during the winter it's cloudy outside and you're in the house you're just you know having some artificial lights on maybe or you don't have any lights on during the daytime and then you step out and you feel like almost blinded and it's so bright even on a day that is cloudy and gloomy and so on so the natural light that we get from being outside is still so much brighter than when you're indoors with the windows open and everything and um just our exposure to light in general very much has an influence on our inner clock our circadian rhythm so that is a big tip to just get in lots of lots of lots of natural daylight especially early in the day so your body recognizes your internal clock adjusts to it is daytime and then naturally um, you know it is evening bedtime as the sun sets 
and then the next tip is in terms of your sleep environment to have a cool bedroom uh, temperature so you want to have a cool temperature in your bedroom at night and that's just because our body naturally drops the internal um, uh, body decor temperature at night as we sleep and then that's just something that aids you in getting good night's sleep you've probably experienced that a few times when it was too hot at night maybe your bedding was too heavy or just a room temperature or you were traveling to a place or you're in a place with no ac and it's hot at night and you wake up and you just had you know you were sweating at night and you could not sleep well at all just because it was too hot so if at all um try to have a cool bedroom and uh, have a cooler temperature setting there and i have some episodes where i go a little bit into that into some details but i'll just have a separate episode where i just focus on that coming at some point soon same goes for your sleeping environment in general so your temperature setting will be one part of your sleep environment but then you also want to be if possible limiting outside noise that can wake you up at night if you're in an area where you just have some constant noise or the possibility of a lot of noise waking you up at night maybe you live somewhere downtown where people might be waking you up in the middle of the night or you're by a busy road or anything similar for us for example it's the garbage truck garbage pickup is for us for whatever reason on thursdays at 4 a.m in the morning and the garbage truck um, can wake me up very frequently so what we have is a white noise machine and that will drown out that noise a little bit i had it before when i was traveling and i would have a room in a hotel and i would be very close to the elevator and you have people coming in and out the elevator in the middle of the nights from conventions or whatever talking on the hall on the hotel floor and so on so uh, what helps in those instances is for example having some noise running in the background and you can have some white noise brown noise pink noise all sorts of things running on your phone for example in the background and that will drown out a little bit of some noise that can wake you up so you want to in terms of your sleep environment limit noise from outside that can wake you up or have you know some noise running in the background like a fan white noise anything similar that will drown out any noise that can wake you up you want to be aware of your light exposure in your bedroom so you want to for example have um if you um are in a in your bedroom where you might have some street lights coming in or maybe the bright moon or anything you want to have it as dark as possible in your bedroom maybe you have some electronic devices that give off a little light or anything so try and limit that maybe with some um, light blocking dark um, out shades or blinds or anything like that and then you want to look into your devices and maybe have some stickers on there or just limit electronic devices in your bedroom in general in terms of your sleep environment i would recommend a mattress that's comfortable for you but then also supports you the way you need um, maybe for some it might be a form- firmer mattress or for others a little softer mattress and then you also want to have a good pillow that supports you and good bedding in general where you feel like you're not getting too hot at night um, that are bedding that's breathable and so on and that's comfortable all right and i think we're on just 
tip number seven. Now I was mixing some up a little bit before because I was pulling that bedtime routine up. So I'm not really in line, but that should be tip number seven right now is to limit heavy meals before bedtime. So you want to give it like a three hour break roughly uh, before you have uh, or a three hour break in general between your last meal and your bedtime. So you don't want to go to bed with a heavy meal maybe something spicy, something greasy or anything, and your body's working hard on digesting that meal. And then um, it might just keep you up at night and you're not getting into that really rest uh, stage at night. So give it some time between your last meal and your bedtime. And if you're still hungry before bedtime, if you're not used to having that break, maybe just have a very small snack, like you know, a handful or four or five almonds or anything like that. I do have a um, episode that is specially dedicated just to food and how it can affect your um, sleep. So if you haven't checked that out yet, you can check that out and it will provide you with some food snacks that you can eat that will help you with getting some good night's sleep and then go into some, it will go into some more detail there. All right, tip number eight is to limit your caffeine to the early half of the day. Now, everyone is a little bit different when it comes to caffeine. Some are a little more sensitive to caffeine in itself than others. Um, But caffeine has a half-life of six hours. So that means after the last, let's say, coffee or whatever energy drink that you have, there might be after six hours still the half amount of caffeine in your body left. So you want to be aware of that and you might feel like, hey, the caffeine, the coffee at night or that espresso after dinner is not affecting you. But once you start reducing that and really look at it, you might see like um, it did actually affect you and you're getting better sleep if you limit your caffeine to the earlier half of the day. I completely cut out caffeine probably. It's getting towards three years now, so I haven't um, been drinking coffee or anything regularly and um, with caffeine you want to be aware of caffeine not just being in coffee it can also be in your soda drinks it can be in your tea if it's black tea white tea or anything similar like that Um, chocolate has caffeine and so on so just be aware of that next thing is you want to limit your alcohol so now you feel like well i feel like i'm falling asleep pretty well with alcohol yes you might fall asleep pretty well but you're not getting that quality restorative sleep when you had a lot of alcohol before bedtime because the alcohol might inhibit your rem sleep so if you're having any alcohol before in the evening um you might want to limit that to four hours before bedtime and you might want to limit the amount of alcohol you're having anyways maybe you'll just cut it out completely or you'll you know have a glass of wine or something like that but not drink long and heavy before bedtime you might knock out fall asleep in no time but you know how you feel when you're waking up in the morning you did not get a good night's sleep you did not get a restorative sleep you might have a hangover your head is aching your body is aching and so on so uh, just a tip on that and then also um, alcohol might increase um, you know sleep disruptions you might get shorter sleep you might wake up more often Uh, there might be a little increased risk of sleep apnea and so on so if you can't limit it completely um, go for it or maybe just be aware of the time frame and then as last tip tip number 10 i would recommend you want to understand how much sleep your body needs and then make sure you go to bed ahead of time or on time so you're getting enough sleep 
So um, in general, sleep recommendation is between seven to nine hours of sleep. It's what uh, the average adult needs there. Very few people that actually need less sleep. You always hear the stories of, um, you know, some high performers that just sleep three hours a night or four hours a night and some, but that chances of you being one of those that just can perform highly on three, four hours sleep is very limited. So in general, it is typically on average anywhere between seven to nine hours of sleep that an adult needs. And you want to just have a look at, first of all, what is a good time frame for me? Am I more uh, seven hour of sleep and I wake up and I feel refreshed and I feel energized? I don't feel tired during the day or do I actually need more towards nine hours a day? And that sleep time can differ between seasons. So you might need a little less sleep in the summer than in the winter when the days are longer or it can adjust for women to, during your cycle, you know. With hormones fluctuating, you might need more or less sleep before, after, during your periods and so on. So see what works for you. Maybe um, you can have a time frame where you can wake up with no alarm and then see where you feel like the golden time frame lies for you. And then just, you know, calculate the hours back and make sure you get enough sleep. So I'll go more into um, that on that one as well. I know for me it's typically um, eight hours minimum that I need uh, of sleep and then I'm more like a eight and a half hours, nine hours are good for me. Not that I necessarily get that every night. I can perform on seven hours, but um, that is what works best for me. Um, also on that one, just a short note, for most people you will feel, you will have negative effects uh, if you're sleeping 10 hours or more a night. So just a little short note on that. As I said, I have a separate episode going into death on all those individual topics. So yeah, there's more to come on that. And uh, since I went a little bit into what's going on in our current life right now and the move and also giving you a little bit of a heads up and warning that the following episodes are going to be a little bit shorter, I thought we'll jump right into our uh, bedtime story now. So maybe you're already asleep by now. If not, um, I hope you'll fall asleep soon as I'm reading the bedtime story. Maybe you just want to get comfortable in your bed and take a few deep breaths again and just make yourself very comfortable cozy close your eyes if you haven't already and um, just get ready for the bedtime story so we are reading from the marvelous land of oz by l frank baum and he is also the author of course of the wonderful wizard of oz we finished that book prior and in the marvelous land of oz we got to know a few characters we got to know tip and he has a pumpkin friend that he created with a little powder of life which is called jack that's his pumpkin friend then they have a sawhorse that they also brought to life with that powder of life and they made their way to the emerald city got to know the scarecrow scarecrow of course character that we got to know in the wonderful wizard of oz and they also got to know the tin woodman so we are picking up our bedtime story with chapter Mr. H.M. Wogglebug T.E. I'll probably struggle saying that a few times in a row, but that's the name of the chapter. Now, General Ginger, who you will remember, 
commanded the army of revolt, was rendered very uneasy by the escape of the scarecrow from the Emerald City. She feared, and with good reason, that if His Majesty and the Tin Woodman joined forces, it would mean danger to her and her entire army. For the people of Oz had not yet forgotten the deeds of these famous heroes who had passed successfully through so many startling adventures. So Ginger sent post-haste for old Mumby, the witch, and promised her large rewards if she would come to the assistance of the rebel army. Mumby was furious at the trick Tip had played upon her, as well as at his escape and the theft of the precious powder of life, so she needed no urging to induce her to travel to the Emerald City to assist Ginger in defeating the Scarecrow and the Tin Woodman, who had made Tip one of their friends. Mombi had no sooner arrived at the royal palace than she discovered, by means of her secret magic, that the adventurers were starting upon their journey to the Emerald City. So she retired to a small room high up in the tower and locked herself in while she practiced such arts as she could command to prevent the return of the Scarecrow and his companions. That's why the Tin Woodman presently stopped and said, Something very curious has happened. I ought to know by heart in every step of this journey, yet I fear we have already lost our way. That is quite impossible, protested the scarecrow. Why do you think, my dear friend, that we have gone astray? Why, here before us is a great field of sunflowers, and I never saw this field before in all my life. All these words, they all looked around, only to find that they were indeed surrounded by a field of tall stalks, every stalk bearing at its top a gigantic sunflower. And not only were these flowers almost blinding in their vivid hues of red and gold, but each one whirled around upon its stalk like a miniature windmill completely dazzling the vision of the beholders and so mystifying them that they knew not which way to turn. It is witchcraft, exclaimed Tip. While they paused, hesitating and wondering, the tin woodman uttered a cry of impatience and advanced with swinging axe to cut down the stalks before him. But now the sunflowers suddenly stopped their rapid wheeling and the travelers plainly saw a girl's face appear in the center of each flower. These lovely faces looked upon the astonished band with mocking smiles and then burst into a chorus of merry laughter at the dismay their appearance caused. Stop! Stop! cried Tip, seizing the woodman's arm. They're alive! They're girls! At that moment, the flowers began whirling again, and the faces faded away and were lost in the rapid revolutions. The tin woodman dropped his axe and sat down upon the ground. It would be heartless to chop down those pretty creatures, said he, 
despondently, and yet I do not know how else we can proceed upon our way. They looked to me strangely like the faces of the army of revolt, mused the scarecrow. But I cannot conceive how the girls could have followed us here so quickly. I believe it's magic, said Tip positively, and that someone is playing a trick upon us. I've known old Mumby do things like that before. Probably it's nothing more than illusion. And there are no sunflowers here at all. Then let us shut our eyes and walk forward, suggested the woodman. Excuse me? replied the scarecrow. My eyes are not painted to shut. Because you happen to have tin eyelids, you must not imagine we are all built in the same way. And the eyes of the sawhorse are not eyes, said Jack, leaning forward to examine them. Nevertheless, you must ride quickly forward, commanded Tip, and we will follow after you, and so try to escape. My eyes are already so dazzled that I can scarcely see. So the pumpkin head rode boldly forward, and Tip grasped the stubbed tail of the sawhorse and followed with closed eyes. The scarecrow and the tin woodman brought up the rear, and therefore they had gone many yards. A joyful shout from Jack announced that the way was clear before them. Then all paused to look backward, but not a trace of the field of sunflowers remained. More cheerfully now they proceeded upon the journey, but old Mumby had so changed the appearance of the landscape that it would surely have been lost had not the scarecrow wisely concluded to take their direction from the sun, for no witchcraft could change the course of the sun, and it was therefore a safe guide. However other difficulties lay before them, the star horse stepped into a rabbit hole and fell to the ground. The pumpkin head was pitched high into the air, and his history would probably have ended at that exact moment, had not the tin woodman skillfully caught the pumpkin and its descent and saved it from injury. Tip soon had it fitted to the neck again and replaced Jack upon his feet. But the sawhorse did not escape so easily, for when his leg was pulled from the rabbit hole, it was found to be broken short off, and must be replaced or repaired before he could go step farther. This is quite serious, said the tin woodman. If there were trees nearby, I might soon manufacture another leg for this animal. But I cannot see even a shrub for miles ahead. And there are neither fences nor houses in this part of the land of Oz, added the scarecrow. Then what shall we do? inquired the boy. I suppose I must start my brains working, replied his majesty, the scarecrow. For experience has taught me that I can do anything if I put the time to think on it. Let us all think, said Tip. And perhaps we shall find a way to repair the sawhorse. So they sat in a row upon the grass and began to think, while the sawhorse occupied itself by gazing curiously upon its broken limb. Does it hurt? asked the tin woodman in a soft, sympathetic voice. 
Not in the least, returned the sawhorse, but my pride is injured to find that my anatomy is so brittle. For a time, the little group remained in silent thought. Presently, the tin woodman raised his head and looked over the fields. What sort of creature is that which approaches us? he asked wonderingly. The others followed his gaze and discovered coming toward them the most extraordinary object they had ever beheld. It advanced quickly and noiselessly over the soft grass and in a few minutes stood before the adventurers and regarded them with an astonishment equal to their own. The scarecrow was calm under all circumstances. Good morning, he said politely. The stranger removed his hat with a flourish, bowed very low, and then responded, Good morning, one and all. I hope you are, as an aggregation, enjoying excellent health. Permit me to present my card. With this courteous speech, it extended a card toward the scarecrow, who accepted it, turned it over and over, and handed it with a shake of his head to tip. The boy read loud, Mr. H. M. Woggle Bug T.E. Alright, so we did get to uh, see where Mr. H. M. Wogglebug T.E. introduced himself. They got He got to meet the group of the other adventurers. And I'm going to stop here. We're going to pick up the story here next time. I hope you're fast asleep by now. I hope you will have very sweet dreams and a good night's sleep. And please join me again next Sunday in a new episode of the Normal Sleep Dust Podcast. Have a good night.